Uh, this portion of the, of the service is these charges are, are opportunities to say both to the minister, here's what your calling is. It, 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 I, here's, here's what the Lord is, is expecting of you. But also we have a chance to, to bring a charge to the congregation. As, as I've said since the beginning this evening, uh, there are two sides to this. This is an important day for Isaac, but it's an important day for us as well. And so it, it would, it would, it's fitting for Isaac to receive a, a charge and an honor for him to receive it from his own dad. Uh, a few ministers get to do that. But also it's fitting for the congregation to receive a charge. And, and Isaac has um, asked me to bring that charge to you. I want to read a few verses out of 2 Corinthians chapter 4. It's this, but we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that the surpassing power belongs to God and not to us. We are afflicted in every way, but not crushed, perplexed, but not driven to despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed, always carrying in the body the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be manifested in our bodies For we who live are always being given over to death for Jesus' sake, so that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our mortal flesh. So death is at work in us, but life in you. Taking just a few minutes to meditate on these, and really, I just want to say one thing to our congregation this evening, and it's this. Isaac is going to disappoint you. I'm done. (laughs) But he's not going to live up to your expectations. He's going to let you down, and that's okay. Uh, 2 Corinthians 5.7 is a very famous verse. We know it. It's this. uh, Walk by faith, not by sight. We know the verse. We know the the, the statement. uh, But it has a context Something in 2 Corinthians leads up to those words. And in the preceding chapters, Paul, the apostle, uh, has been defending his ministry against what we might call celebrity pastors, whom he calls peddlers of God's word. The the craving for celebrity pastors that we see in our uh, age, in our, our, our time, is not new. And I think it's actually connected to our struggle to walk by faith and not by sight. Uh, Jesus is in heaven. We can't see him. We want leaders we can see because we can't see Jesus. And eventually, we begin to want from those leaders what Jesus alone can give and can be. And we see this all around us today. uh, The church craves larger-than-life leaders. And and then the church thinks, we we found him, and we elevate them. And then we expect things out of those celebrities celebrities that Jesus alone can give and can offer. We we expect no struggles. We we expect them to be gifted in every aspect of ministry. We think uh, they are flawless, and we expect perfection from them. And then any flaw that is found is, is perceived to be this this violation of an unspoken contract. That is incredibly isolating for pastors. Because they think if they show any weakness, 
revolution will break out. And so there, in their isolation, they spiritually die. And eventually a flaw is found. But after years of isolation, the flaw is, is not typical. It's not expected. It, like those celebrity leaders, that flaw is larger than life. And so the celebrity falls from grace. The celebrity is, is banished and he's exiled. And the people are devastated and lives are ruined and despair sets in. And then, eventually, they seek a new celebrity <laughs> One who won't let them down like the last one. But they're all human. And they will all let you down. On and on the cycle goes. Now it's against this background that Paul announces, therefore having this ministry by the mercy of God, we do not lose heart but we have renounced disgraceful, underhanded ways. We refuse to practice, to practice cunning or, or to tamper with God's word. But by the open statement of the truth, we would commend ourselves to everyone's conscience in the sight of God for what we proclaim is not ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord, with ourselves as your servants for Jesus' sake. Celebrity pastors serve themselves. And they serve in underhanded ways. And beloved, that's not what you want. What you want is a pastor who serves you by simply preaching Jesus. And then Paul comes to the verse I read at the beginning. We have this treasure in jars of clay to show that the surpassing power belongs to God and not to us. Beloved, you don't want a larger-than-life celebrity. You want someone who knows his frailties. And I think that's what you have in Isaac. He's keenly aware of his flaws. And that's not bad. That's good. Yes, pastors are held to a higher standard. I'm not advocating for unqualified ministers. Yes, pastors must be gifted to serve in their calling. I'm not advocating for ordaining men who do not have gifts for ministry. I'm simply saying that pastors aren't Jesus and they were never meant to be. They are jars of clay. And why did Jesus entrust his ministry to to men like this? He tells us. He gives us the reason. He says this, to show that the surpassing power belongs to God and not to us. You want a pastor who can say with Paul, not that we are sufficient in ourselves to claim anything as coming from us, but our sufficiency is from God. And this is why Paul, in other passages, begged the churches to pray for him. For boldness, for strength, for humility. Because he knew he had feet of clay, that he was just a man. Every bit in in as much need for grace as the people he served. And so let me repeat myself. Isaac is going to disappoint you. He will not live up to your expectations. He will let you down, and that's okay. 
Don't isolate Isaac or Masha or Solo or the forthcoming duet or the future trio. (laughs) The quartet, the quint, yes, okay, I can keep going. Don't believe that they have everything all together and don't need help, don't need love, and don't need prayer. Don't be surprised by Isaac's flaws. Get to know him, warts and all. Hold him accountable. Show him grace. And beloved, pray for him. Pray that he would not try to be your savior, but that he would delight in nothing more than pointing you to the one who will never, ever let you down. Amen.